Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I think the key, like everything in coordinating, is to be able to adapt and to have answers. And my thought is that you've got to be prepared for adjustments ahead of time. Obviously, if you've seen an offense that's similar to yours, that may give you a clue. But we we saw teams come out and run completely different defenses, essentially, which the first thing is that should – you should sell that to the kids and give them confidence that, hey, they don't think they can stop you, so they're going to do something gimmicky. But it's also, if they do have a good plan, how quickly can you adjust? It's playoff time around the country, and as we focus on the postseason and playoffs in the season series, we start with one of the most critical aspects, game planning. As a coordinator, understanding the key elements of preparing for playoff games can greatly impact the team's success. In this episode, we gain insight from three coaches on strategies for effective game planning in the postseason. We look at addressing what an opponent does best, planning for contingencies, and focusing on tendencies on finding the clues that will help your position players. Joining us are defensive coordinator at Western Illinois, Todd Drury, QB coach at Lassiter High School in Georgia, Josh Herring, and defensive line coach at Youngstown State, Deontay Gibson. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform. 
using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. First up, Coach Drury emphasizes the importance of staying focused on the main thing when game planning for the postseason. He advises against chasing unnecessary rabbit trails and instead focusing on defending against the opponent's strengths. He also highlights the significance of sticking to the established practice routine and not making unnecessary changes that may cause confusion among the players. The thing about playing late in the year, the thing about playing really good teams is that they have huge tendencies. They know who they are. They know what they do. They know how they're going to do it. And so the important thing is stay focused on the big things. And then also really trying to decipher, you know, and look at how have they had success versus our defensive structure. And so try to get a feel for what you think they're going to do versus your front and coverage families. But the other side of that is you can't chase ghosts. So like we get late in the year, we're addicted to the work and the, the process of everything. And so, you know, if you go back so far and find a play that you might think they're going to run against, you know, it just gets really, you start chasing these, these rabbit trails and, and, and chasing ghosts a little bit, I think. And so I think staying focused on the, on the main thing, keeping the main thing, the main thing, obviously if there's a play that they've continued to run week to week to week to week, then make sure that you stop what they're doing best because good teams are going to do what they do best. And then from there, you got to let your kids play. And so, you know, when you're playing those games, as you're in, in game prep, you know, you have your plays, right? Your top five run, top five pass and tricks and things you do on Tuesdays. And then on Wednesdays, you know, you're getting into your, you know, for us, it's, you know, go on short yardage, red zone, two point plays. And then Thursdays we're walking through. And then Fridays is our fast Friday where we play the game. But so you practice a certain way all year. And I think the big thing is stick to the plan. Like don't change that. If you normally do 20 plays, for top five pass, we didn't do 20 plays for top five pass and stick to it because when you start changing things, the kids feel that, they'll sense that, hey, you know, coach is trying to do more now or he's worried about this or whatever and, and keep it about you, keep it about what we do, about the fundamentals, really circling back and, and not focus necessarily on, you know, all the eventualities, but stay data driven and, and make sure that you understand, hey, good teams are going to do what they're going to do. And uh, from there, you know, once you defend those things, you know, then, then you can go from there. Next, Coach Herring discusses the cat-and-mouse game that occurs during the playoffs, where both teams know each other's strengths and tendencies. He emphasizes the need for adaptability and preparedness when facing adjustments made by the opposing team. He shares an example of how they were able to make quick adjustments to their game plan when faced with defensive strategies that disrupted their original approach. I love the idea of getting late in the playoffs. We were lucky enough, you know, three of the last four years to have some pretty deep playoff runs. And it becomes this cat and mouse game of both teams. You've got all their film and you both kind of know what the best things that each other do, but what adjustments are they going to make off that base stuff? And are they worried enough about your offense that they're going to do something completely different? And I think the key, like everything in coordinating is to be able to adapt and to have answers. And my thought is that you've got to be prepared for adjustments ahead of time. Obviously, if you've seen an offense that's similar to yours, that may give you a clue. But we we saw teams come out and run completely different defenses, essentially, which the first thing is that should 
you should sell that to the kids and give them confidence that, hey, they don't think they can stop you, so they're going to do something gimmicky. But it's also if they do have a good plan, how quickly can you adjust? So we had a quarterfinal game in uh, 2020. We ran the football very well. We were a split zone team, and they did some stuff defensively that was really messing with our combos, ability to figure out how to get double teams. And so we had to make a very quick adjustment to going with gap schemes and really running counter. And I think we were not a counter team that year. We were not a gap team. We were very much a a mid-wide zone team. But what happens is every single week, we are at least going to rep in the inside and a couple of different things. We are going to rep the gap schemes and have that as an answer if we're seeing like an odd front that's giving us trouble. And being able to do that and do some 12 personnel, we were prepared for that. And we're having trouble moving the football. And all of a sudden, we're able to get our running game back going just simply because we had an answer of if we're having trouble running split zone due to a front issue, how are we going to fix that? We had studied kind of my favorite example. We studied the three high safety tight front stuff for three off seasons, knowing that was just going to be the huge thing and then never saw it and never saw it. We get into a big playoff game and a team who hadn't really shown it all of a sudden that was exactly what they were doing. And there was no panic because we had thought through in the off season. We had talked and talked about what's our plan. When we see this stuff, it blew up our game plan, but within our base offense, we had answers for that and could immediately go to them. And there's no panic from the kids. We might have to change a formation or change a certain look or lay down a tight end, but being able to do that and have that built in, I think that's the key. You should not wait until, you know, it's, the third round of the playoffs and all of a sudden you're seeing something you haven't seen think about those things ahead of time what are the defensive fads what are the things that are going to bother defensive coordinators and how do you have answers to the things that you might see against the better teams i've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective so i'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com slash demo and mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. We finish with Coach Gibson. He discusses the importance of utilizing both run game studies and analytics to identify tendencies and weaknesses in the opponent's game plan. He emphasizes the value of watching players' alignment and movements on the field to supplement the data-driven approach. He also mentions the use of simplified one- or two-page summaries for players tailored to their learning preferences to ensure they understand the game plan without feeling overwhelmed. I would lean on probably from our run game studies, just the way that we break down from a formation and formation family perspective, um, how we pinpoint those tendencies early on, and then, you know, from just a Pure analytics, you don't even have to ever look at the tape. If all the information is up in there, it'll reveal itself in the numbers, and then we utilize the numbers to kind of build out the tendency chart. And then from there, we go out and review the tape itself because at the end of the day, this isn't – I mean, analytics are awesome. 
but we we're still in a in a game where we're dealing with human error. So I mean, we have to watch these guys line up. Some guys give it away from a run stance perspective. That might heighten your analytics. Now instead of going from you know, 72%, you may get to 85 just based off of the way this guy has his left foot kicked out or, or the way that this formation itself, like if you, if you watch this guy in a certain alignment, he may be this. So I think it's important for us, the way that we utilize our run game studies throughout the week, it really has helped us. Coupling that with assessing the way that we align our fronts and the way that we utilize fronts, what's been effective for us versus what, what we struggled at, and putting ourselves in bad positions early on in the week to showcase, hey, if we ended up calling this during this set, during this play, what would happen? And how do we adjust? Slash, the benefit of it also is what do they struggle with most? And let's see if we can implement what we do best to kind of uptick that um, as we prepare for that team. Being able to give the specifics definitely helps, as, as you were pointing out there, them see the what-ifs and see the possibilities of what you can do. You obviously spend a lot of time boiling that down. So what form does that take when it gets to the players so they're not overwhelmed by it? They get a one, probably a one-pager or two-pager, depending on from a formation families, how many they have. They're a team that just does a bunch of stuff. I stay away from formations because I think that, confused, that will confuse the linemen. I think it's important that if they can count to four, they can figure out, all right, it's a three-by-one. Now let's find the why. And so how many times can we pinpoint where the why is at? And we base a lot of that stuff, obviously, off of uh, personnel. And so the pager they'll get is maybe a one or two pager of just a one, one or two pager, eight box, and they'll see the top tendencies, and, and, and then there'll be an assessment after each one. So, for instance, if the first eight box might be 11 personnel sets with all the top three-by-one, two-by-two formations. You might only use six boxes for 11 personnel, and, and an assessment after it just kind of summarizes what they – are visibly seeing slash words. So kind of giving them both of those deals just depending on how they learn. Um, and then there's a, obviously a um, video cut-up assessment of it that will be posted as well so that they can they can follow it three different ways. And so it's kind of like you give them a decent amount of information, but it's navigated in a way to where it makes sense for them. Some guys like film, some guys like paper, and some guys like to go out and work it on, on, on the field. And, you know, we're obviously going to get out on the field every day. And so just giving them four different mediums to learn it, and that's more so a lot of onus put on me to figure out how the guys learn and um, kind of cater it to them that way and then giving it to them in the simplest form when they do receive the deliverable is important. Like I, I think it, um, a lot of our assessments can come off very elementary, but that's kind of purposeful so that we don't overwhelm our guys. In a world of analytics and playing of game film, we can get lost in the data. Game planning in the postseason requires a meticulous and well-rounded approach. By staying focused on the main objectives, preparing for adjustments, and utilizing clues that zero in on what the opponent is about to do, you can develop effective strategies to counter opponent's strengths. The ability to adapt quickly and provide players with information ensures that you are well-prepared to face any challenges that arise during playoff games. Continue to tune in to Coaching Coordinator this season for insight, tips, and advice from top coaches. We'll take you all the way through the playoffs and address season wrap-up along the way if your team is already in the clubhouse. Be sure to go to coachingcoordinator.com to sign up for our weekly tip sheet, which shares the best ideas from each week.